Welcome to the Champagne Way, a podcast devoted to living every day like a celebration. Welcome to the Champagne Way, episode 49. I'm Jack. I'm Trina. And I'm Lindsay. Guys, uh, the theme for this episode is let's get basted. Woo! Oh, Let's get basted. Where did that come Instead from? Instead of wasted. Wow. Well, that works. You know, it's November. Thanksgiving's coming up. Oh, okay. I'm down with this. I like this. This get is a good way. Get shit together. I'm sorry. God. Well, all right, Lindsay. What's in our cup? <laughs> okay, guys. We have Reju. What is that? Okay. <laughs> I listened to it on YouTube on how to say it, and I think I just like got it completely right. Okay. J-U. It's J-O-Y-U-X. And it's French. A method champagnois. Extra dry sparkling wine. And this is a limited release bottle from the Biltmore that Jess brought. Ooh. Yeah. So um, the Biltmore, if you do not know, is in Asheville, North Carolina. And it's like this big house that I used to live in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, With Richie Rich? <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's an extra dry sparkling wine. And essentially it just says, you know, this, uh, this bubbly is for the most festive of celebrations. So cheers. Well, cheers. Yeah. What do you guys think of it? Well, uh, it's it's pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Um, the cork almost blinded me when <laughs> I, I uncaged it and I was talking and then all of a sudden it popped off without any warning and thankfully uh, my face did not get in the way. So I'm a little biased. Um, it, but, it did it did almost attack you. So yeah. it really did. Uh, but but yeah, uh, it's it's fine. I still am having a taste test. All right. And we also have a little something something that we're eating um, with this, Trina, if you want to explain. These yummy little things. These are sparkling Prosecco cordials. And they are very, very sweet, but they are also very, very delicious. Let's see. They are a sparkling Prosecco flavored liquid center dipped in dark chocolate. Uh-huh. So it definitely, t- you can taste the dark chocolate. You can taste the Prosecco flavoring in the center of it. Mm-hmm. Jess and I both bit into it and we're like, hmm, there's liquid in here. <laughs> <laughs> they are really, really, really good. They're, uh, they, they taste almost like they almost have granules of sugar in it too. So that it gives you like a little. popping candies. has popping candies? That's what it says. It, oh, you yeah. have to look in the ingredient, like made. Oh, with. yeah. It does say that in the ingredients. Oh, that makes yeah. sense then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sugar Do cane you, and popping candies. I think they're really good. Do you think? They are really good. Oh, actually, you can see the little popping candies when you look at them. Yeah. I, <laughs> I just saw that. The little red ones. It looks like like Pop Rocks almost. I mean, that's nice, you know, to give you the, the popping sensation of the sparkly. Do you think that flavor is affecting the taste of the jouel, jouish? I don't know. I'm chewing into my microphone right now. So everyone can hear me enjoy this. Okay, good. No, that probably is actually affecting the flavor of the champagne a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I got these at the Fresh Market, which is kind of like this um, whole food-like grocery store in Brentwood. So yeah, saw them, picked them up, thought, yes, ma'am. We must try these. Yes. Yeah, I would add that this, um, these sparkling candies definitely to my list of like good champagne candy. I don't think this um, Joelle whatever is going to go in my lovely bubbly bracket. 
I don't know if it'd be in mine either. Um, but I also, I, I, I kind of want to give it another shot at some point in time because I do think when you have such a rich candy to eat with it, mm. it's going to throw off the taste of the champagne. So that's something to be mindful of. That's true. Maybe we should have tried it before. Yeah. Yeah. We ate the chocolate, then we had the champagne, and now it's kind of like, mm, champagne's like, meh. Because I don't, <laughs> I'm not even really sure what the, I can't even tell you what the notes I'm tasting mm. are. Mm-hmm. Our priorities are not straight, guys. I'm getting <laughs> nodes of like dark chocolates and sparkling candy and a little bit more champagne. <laughs> Maybe like some popping candies. Yeah. Some yeah. pop rocks. It's delicious. Yeah. So, Lindsay, what is our drinking game this time? All right, guys. So anytime you hear one of us say the magic word you have to drink, the magic word for this episode is friend or friends or friendship. Ooh. Ooh. Well, this one should be pretty good then. Yeah. So anyway, whatever you're drinking, please drink responsibly, whether that's your champagne, a beer, wine, and just play along with us. You can definitely drink your coffee or your water or your tea. Um, but if you are drinking, please drink responsibly. Do not drink and drive. Thanks. We don't want to get complaints from your bosses that you're drunk at work on Friday morning, too. Just so you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All righty. Well, we've got a couple of champagne shout outs for this episode. First up, I want to tell you two about some surprise bottles of champagne that we have. Oh, oh, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. I'm actually not going to tell you what they are. Oh, (laughs) why? So we got two surprise bottles, one from our listener, Layla, and one from our listener, Phyllis. Um, Y'all were saying that, you know, if Layla didn't bring us something back from her European vacation, that y'all were going to be really upset with her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she brought us something back. (gasps) Layla. But. She bought us a bottle of champagne, and the one thing that I stated right from the beginning is we can't drink it until I'm allowed to drink more than a couple sips. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be something for us to drink in the new year. Same thing with the one from Phyllis. I thought this would be like a fun surprise, but we love our listeners who bring us champagne. We're just saying like this should probably be a trend for the new year. (laughs) We we only have like two episodes every month. There's 12 months in a year. That's 24 bottles. Come on, guys. Y'all can send us some more. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I've actually had a couple listeners um, ask if they could send anything. And for sure, you can send us any type of sparkling wine or champagne or Prosecco or even any type of... uh, food items related to that uh-huh. so if you would like to do something like that uh, just reach out to us on the website and get our information and we can set that up because we would love to try your suggestions or, in, or Instagram yeah. yeah hit us up on Instagram or you know, again on our website thechampagneway.com and our email addresses are listed on there so just hit us up yeah Next champagne shout out. I wanted to give one actually to everyone who helped make our baby shower awesome. We had our baby shower, I guess it'll be like two weeks ago since this episode actually is airing and it was so much fun. Of course, as with most great things in life, it went by very fast. So (laughs) of course, I wish I could have spent more time talking to people and enjoying it and savoring like each little moment of it. But at the same time, it was just so wonderful. And we got showered with so many wonderful gifts. I think it shocked us. (laughs) Now we've got to figure out what to do with everything. Yeah. Um, and Marshall's been trying to look at everything and going, what What do you do with this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is going to be a very interesting learning curve for him, I think. But yeah, uh, thanks to our host. Thanks to everyone who showed up. Thanks to people who traveled in town for it. It was amazing. I know one of our listeners, uh, Lizzie, also had her showers in Tennessee that same weekend. And I'm sure she wants to express gratitude for all of her family and friends as well, because I know that must have been a lot <laughs> on her as well that whole weekend. Anyways, thanks for everyone for supporting and 
just yeah. that was awesome you did get a lot of good stuff i got mm-hmm. lots and lots of good stuff like so many good things um, and can i also say i'm really enjoying the trend both you and our listener lizzie because i attended multiple baby showers that weekend um i'm in, really enjoying the trend of instead of bringing cards um bringing books as like the baby shower card um that was just really fun so i didn't know to do that because i never got an invitation to what the other baby shower i guess because i was a host they didn't send them to the host because we already knew to be there but i didn't know (laughs) that we were supposed to bring a book oh well (laughs) i will work on that Uh, that's that's really really funny though because (laughs) i've never thought about that but i was like oh wait if i have hosted a shower i usually haven't received an invite to it Mm -hmm. so i guess that makes sense but that's really funny Uh i would say that was one of our favorite things was going through and reading the sweet notes that people put in the books and like explaining why they loved this book when they were a kid or if they didn't have it as a kid they just really like loved it because they saw it in the store i love them writing the note and being like i just saw this and thought it was perfect for you guys <laughs> yeah so um we had a friend who had a baby shower a couple years ago and did that so i found the most perfect book and because she was on a little girl and it was called girls poop too and so i took a sharpie and right under it i put book of lies <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I think i remember which shower that was and that's uh, i thought that was hilarious <laughs> no but i already know the perfect book for you i didn't know we were doing that game Mm -hmm. oh well see now i'm curious what you're gonna come up with (laughs) and even people were like hey do you have nina's address what time does the shower start and i'm like i don't know her address i only know i need to be there at this time (laughs) (laughs) and i know how to get there (laughs) i didn't i had to text your sister because i didn't even have the address yeah see that's that's me even when it comes to weddings like i'm gonna lose the invitation immediately and then be that person who's Mm -hmm. gonna write the bride the day of and be like hey where's this located at (laughs) yeah Yeah. <laughs> it'd probably be even worse now that but i had it. rather them like ask me than like bombard you because it was your day so mm-hmm. i but, just actually sent them to your sister so yeah <laughs> perfect yeah there you go <laughs> so we also want to shout out to our listeners we had a great review of our halloween episode and if you missed that you can go back and listen to episode 48 one of the big things people said is that they are loving our podcast recommendation of Ghost in the Burps. And so that's on um, iTunes and you can listen to it now. And a couple people have mentioned there's some missing episodes at the beginning. And I said, keep listening. They somehow mysteriously disappear and she finds out later and has to add them back in. So I'm pretty sure the ghost had them disappear. Ooh, I love that she like brings it back up later. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's like, I'm not sure what happened, but here are these episodes. And so, and also there are, um, she has two books out based upon these episodes and you can get it on on Amazon. It's available on Audible and you can also get it, I believe, in paperback. But one is called Claire and one of them is called Lilith. Oh, Claire. Claire, yeah. Oh. I am also currently binging this. I'm on episode <laughs> 25. It's so good, y'all. It's still good. I mean, I am one of those people who think that these types of podcasts and books and movies are not just for the Halloween season, but they're for year round. So if that's something you're into, I would definitely give that a listen or, you know, put it on your to listen to next October. Yeah, we've had so much feedback about Mm -hmm. it. I think that's been the most popular thing from our Halloween episode, Mm -hmm. which... I can't believe we almost forgot to mention this is part of our champagne shout outs. Oh. The biggest one. It was the day after 
we oh, recorded right. or the day after the podcast came out, I think it was the day the podcast came out that we found out we made it in the Nashville scenes top podcast list again. We did. Y'all. Oh yeah. Best stuff. Yeah. yeah. Hello. <laughs> we, we, I can't believe we almost forgot to mention that. So thank you to everyone who voted for us and just for supporting us. We were in shock. We absolutely had no idea. There was just so much good competition this year. Yes. I mean, as you can imagine, everybody and their mama is making a podcast. I mean, look at us. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I mean, there are so many great podcasts, especially here in Nashville. So we really appreciate you voting for us and you sharing and you listening um, every episode. So thank you guys so much. Like that was a voter poll. So we could not have done that without you. Yeah, we didn't um, get any kind of notification or anything we just decided i think the list came out and we just decided to look and see who won Mm -hmm. and um we all of a sudden got a text from Lindsay at like uh 7 30 in the morning and there we were i was like hey (laughs) y'all hey y'all do you see this (laughs) yeah that was just such a shocking surprise i i still just like in shock over that just because again so many new podcasts this last year i feel like we even sparked a few people like to to motivate them to start their own and those have all already like gotten so big it's it's just amazing to me that we still that again that's a huge thank you to our our audience and our listeners and congratulations to all the other winners and you know if if podcasting is something you're into and you want to do like do it yeah yeah so that's awesome and if you need some help with that you hit us up at the second sound yeah that's our production right. company is awesome we cannot do it without them so definitely look into that if this is an interest of yours all righty so let's uh get moving along so it's after halloween yes and we're into november yes so is pumpkin season officially over? No! no. I didn't think so. So what do you do with all the leftover pumpkins from Halloween? Any ideas, guys? Oh, yeah. So many ideas. You get together with your friends oh, and drink stuff. Ah, oh, that's right. <laughs> drink, drink, drink. Sorry, we hadn't had anything yet. I mean, we, do we need more motivation to drink? Always. I mean. <laughs> but yeah, so what do we do with these leftover pumpkins? And by this, uh, I mean, some of you might have noticed that they're like uh, your carved ones may not be doing so well anymore. Right. However, your uncarved ones, if you're the type to let them sit out or paint them rather than carve them, there's a lot of things that you can do because a pumpkin will last a long, long time if you haven't carved into it. Mm. So you could always um, gut it and roast pumpkin seeds. Mm. Mm-hmm. Pumpkin seeds are delicious. Yeah. You so can that- flavor them and season them. Oh, well, do you have any f- favorites, flavorings or seasonings? I've gone through and done some like, you know, your garlic salt mm-hmm. or you can do any of your steak seasonings like chicken poultry seasonings those oh. are always good on it greek seasoning mm. yeah it's similar to like pump or not pumpkin seeds some sunflower seeds right oh, okay. you can you can season them in any way or you can do pumpkin inception and you can flavor your pumpkin seeds with pumpkin pie spice <gasps> Ooh. oh never thought to do that but that uh, seems like it would be amazing yes yeah. please all right well what else can you do with them well, if you do have uh, one you've carved and you have any of like the flesh left in there, um, you can make a pumpkin mask. Oh, a pumpkin mask. Is that good for the skin? Yes. And I just want to say that I myself have spent $25 on a pumpkin mask from Ulta. Oh, okay. I that's was expensive. thinking <laughs> the mask would be like, like a fun Halloween mask. 
Oh. Which could also be interesting, but this was post Halloween. <laughs> okay, that's where my head is still at. I when mean, you if, say mass. If you, you want to go like terrify the small children in your neighborhood or your daughter, go right on ahead. <laughs> I just like envision Jess sitting there carbon like a pumpkin masquerade mask. Okay. That could oh. happen too. <laughs> that's what I mean, pre Halloween actually, that's a really good idea for like a good costume to like just mess with people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, pumpkin it has like A, C, and E vitamins, um, and lots of antioxidants, which, you know, is really good for like red skin and everything like that. So if you actually um mix it and also if you don't have an actual pumpkin, you can take just pumpkin you know in a can not pumpkin pie mix but like actual just pumpkin that you can bake with and you mix it with honey and milk um and you mix it and um you put it on your face for about 20 minutes and let it sit and then you wash it off and there's your pumpkin mask does it stain your face orange um well no not if you wash it off properly <laughs> about to say if it gave you a nice little glow it'd be like the best sunless tanner <laughs> i mean right is i mean maybe what donald trump does probably I mean, probably <laughs> i bet i bet the white house kitchen is full of pumpkin probably <laughs> he must bathe in pumpkin then yeah. <laughs> i was gonna say real quick before we move past that if you've carved a pumpkin this year uh and you've noticed it's gotten nice and moldy on your front porch actually learned this little thing the other day when I went to this pumpkin glow thing and talked to a guy who actually does pumpkin carving. Oh. Oh. And he's friends with all the people who do Halloween wars and do the big what? pumpkins. I love that show. I know. So he was telling me about that and I was just like, that's amazing because he's carving into these massive, massive pumpkins for the Halloween glow thing that, that I went to. And... Anyways, he had a bottle of Awesome next to him. Y'all ever seen Awesome before? No. It's like a cleaning spray. And you can get it from the Dollar Tree literally for a dollar. It's an amazing cleaning spray. It's like perfect for like pet stains. It's perfect for like just cleaning anything. That's why it's called Awesome because it's just you can use it on anything. Okay. Anyways, he said spray that on your pumpkins both before and then after you've carved them. It makes it where it protects the skin on the outside and on the inside. Obviously, it makes it where you can't eat it anymore but it'll make it where it won't mold and it won't it'll protect it from the elements so it'll last longer oh yeah so little tip if you notice that your pumpkins molded right away because a lot of people's did my sisters did within a week yeah <laughs> uh, something about yeah, halloween wars they're actually doing a christmas version really yeah so um if you love you know, to watch all the cake and sugar and pumpkin carving, um, then that's going to be coming up, um, I believe, like the beginning of December. Are they going to carve ice? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they could. I mean, if they if they kept that element, I, I again, I never realized like what do ice carvers do the rest of the year? <laughs> you know, they also carve pumpkins, which makes yeah. sense. There, it's like kind of a similar. But what do they medium? do in the spring and summer? I mean, I get. I don't know. It's pretty pretty cool that they have all these little options. But anyways, use Awesome. You can buy it at any kind of general store. You, I always get it from Dollar Tree because it's cheap there. But um, yeah. So do you want to know what I'm going to do with my pumpkins? What? what? I am throwing them against trees in my backyard and letting them splatter. And then all the pumpkin guts go everywhere. And hopefully it'll grow a pumpkin garden. Okay, I've never heard of doing that before, but I just want to be there while you throw them against the you trees. You probably should help me because it's very therapeutic. I feel like it would be. I did see on, on this list of things to do with pumpkins that uh, someone said build a 
pumpkin catapult. Yeah. So maybe we should build that and then make that happen. So I had a friend who, um, you know, was getting rid of the pumpkin after the holidays and she just like threw it in her backyard. And like the next year she had, it was, her yard was infested with pumpkins. Really? How big? I don't know. But I don't have any other uses for my backyard. So I am fine. Wait, so... If this happens and you have a pumpkin infestation slash garden, are you going to dress up your daughter, Rory, as Cinderella? And so you can do a Disney Cinderella photo shoot? Yes. Obviously. Yeah. Definitely. Sorry, that's where my mind first <laughs> Yeah. I mean, mine went to like spooky things that you can do with pumpkins next year. And I was like, ooh, we could do so many things if you had all these pumpkins. <laughs> Plus, you'd save so much money because pumpkins can get expensive. They do. They yeah. do. Hence the reason to find all these other uses for your pumpkins. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, my favorite thing for pumpkins, especially again, if I've painted them versus carving them, which I have done in the past, is to then repaint them for... Mm the next holiday so you can take your orange pumpkins and then paint them like white and gold and keep one orange and then set them out and make some sort of a fall display on your front porch or well, inside your house yeah and that's what mm-hmm. i was thinking too if they're still like good and not rotting then you can still display them in just a different way so that that they are perfect for thanksgiving and the rest of fall yeah i had some last into december one year oh dang so have you ever seen the pumpkin snowman yes that's also one of my favorite things is yes. seeing people do that. If they've lasted that long, you just stack them up. If you've got three that are, you know, the right sizes, you can add little twig arms. You can put a Aww. scarf on them and there I you go. I love it. Yeah, Aww. a little pumpkin. I love it. Or um, not pumpkin. A little snowman pumpkin. A little, a little pumpkin. <laughs> pumpkin friends. Frosty the pumpkin mm-hmm. man. Drink. That's right. Oh, I love it. <laughs> um, I have another food pumpkin recipe. What's that? This one, you do need your whole pumpkin uh, because you're going to have to cut it up. Um, and this is a pickled pumpkin. Ooh. Pickled pumpkin? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Okay, I read never, about this. I've never heard of that before. Yeah. Please please explain. So you like cut up your pumpkin into chunks. You want to make sure it's not moldy and, you know, you didn't spray it with the awesome stuff and you can eat it. And you like soak it in vinegar and sugar um, and different spices. I think depending on if you want to make like sugared pumpkin pickles or I think there's a spicy one, which could be really good. Mm. Um, And you you soak it and, and you create like a brine for it. And you like seal it up in an airtight mason jar and you let it sit for like two weeks. Um, And I read that basically it's really good if you want to do like a Thanksgiving charcuterie board. (gasps) Ooh, I want that. Yeah. That could be good. Yes. Um, So I was like, well, that's a great thing to do. So also this one will go into our next topic. Once you make this, and a lot of these will go into our next topic, but you hollow out your pumpkin and you make it into a cooler. Oh, and you're thinking, well, how do you do that? That pumpkin's probably not that big. Oh, don't worry, guys. I have a picture. And Trina, I'll let you look at it and describe it to our listeners. Oh, I'm curious now. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that is an interesting way to do this. Okay, so this pumpkin, what they did, instead of like... You know, you think of a typical cooler and you'd probably cut like half of it off and like mm-hmm. scoop it out like a bowl. But that's not going to give you a lot of room. So in this case, these uh, 
pumpkin geniuses. <laughs> they they cut out a bunch of holes around the pumpkin about the size of a beer bottle, which I guess you could do this with wine bottles too. Yeah. Uh, champagne bottles would probably be a little bit thicker. You'd mm-hmm. have to have a pretty good sized pumpkin. But these, it looks like what they did was still carve the top of it so that probably you could fill it with some ice or something. Mm-hmm. And then they put holes around the entire pumpkin. So there's just like a bunch of beer bottles sticking out of it. Really? Yeah. Let me see. It's pretty fascinating. I like that. <gasps> That's a great use of a pumpkin. Oh, they're so genius. They're so genius. I mean, if you look at this, I mean, there's easily 20 bottles sticking out of each pumpkin. Yeah. And that looks super easy. Like, I feel like if you had some sort of power tool, you could make those holes oh, really yeah. easy, right? Oh, yeah. You could definitely use a drill on that and then carve around. Like, yeah. you just make a little template for what the size of a bottle is and then just carve all those out. That'd be perfect. Easy peasy. Like I, I said, think. stick the bottles in, then probably fill the top with some ice and then put the lid back on. Yeah. I mean, and you think about how thick a pumpkin is. That's a good size insulator. That is. We're going to try this. That would be pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. I need a power tool, husband. <laughs> a drill. Specifically oh a drill. <laughs> yeah. So um, I think I've told you guys that my husband and I are not very um, industrial. <laughs> industrial. I, yeah, that isn't a word I'd use to describe you ever. <laughs> either of you. <laughs> so, no. One year we did Dirty Santa and uh, we this drill bit came around and we were like, Oh my God, we totally need that. We don't have those. So we got it. We didn't realize it wasn't like you have to have a drill. I was about to say, do you have have a drill? You don't have a drill. No, but but you got drill bits. We had drill bits. So this was like two years ago. So when, um, Trina's brother-in-law was over doing our porch, I was like, do you want these drill bits? He's like, these are really nice. Are you not going to use them? (laughs) Were you like, we don't even own and I, a drill. Yeah. <laughs> so we had to tell the story and he thought it was hilarious. But anyway, so he got some new drill bits. <laughs> Can I ask how you put together baby furniture? Um, I put it together or me and his mom. My husband is not allowed to put together anything. Did you use just like a regular yeah. like screwdriver it, set? It was all done by Allen Wrench. That is true. A lot of things are done by Allen Wrench nowadays. Yeah. But I don't think I'd be able to survive without having a drill. Um, yeah, we've never needed one. But we've done a lot of housework, like (laughs) hanging things on walls and and building walls and stuff. Anyway, we built that wall. So, yeah, that's my drill bit story. (laughs) Wow, that's hilarious. Also, someone needs to buy this lady a drill. I I do need one. I bet I would be real good with it. I'd love to see you get creative with some power tools if you had access to power tools and then learned how to use them. At first, I'd be a little worried that maybe you'd cut off a finger or something, but (laughs) not with a drill, but with other power tools. It grow back. I mean, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Speaking from someone who's lost part of a finger before. (laughs) (laughs) My little nubbin here. (laughs) I don't think you're a salamander. No, no. Oh, I was like, what? We're talking about drills. (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) <laughs> all right well that pumpkin cooler which yes, yes a drill would be helpful for uh-huh. would be perfect if you were going to be hosting a party what kind of party do you think you could host in november friendsgiving and drink <laughs> so everyone by now has probably heard of the friendsgiving trend um and i shouldn't say trend i think people have been doing this for obviously a long time having like using this as a month to be thankful and to have their friends over and do like right. a friends thanksgiving and then they have their family thanksgiving sure but how do you make 
the perfect Friendsgiving. And what else can you do during this month and to make it awesome? Pumpkin cooler! Besides pumpkin coolers. <laughs> so we talked about this a couple episodes again, but if you're on a budget or want to do something a little more simple, you could always do a brunch. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. You know, and ha- you, people could bring food. You could have a limited bar. You could have the mimosas, the Bloody Marys, so you wouldn't have to feel like you needed a full wine bar, liquor bar. We actually did something like that last year for some of our friends on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Not everyone could hang around for a later Thanksgiving and that was going to be more family style so over at our house we did thanksgiving with my sister over at her house later in the afternoon mm. but we did a thanksgiving brunch that we hosted at our house and invited some of our friends that didn't really have anywhere to go or that had to work later in the day yeah. they all came over and we had such good treats i think i made like these little like stuffing and sausage cakes oh, that you could they were yum. so good Get in my belly. like those with eggs we had cranberry sauce because of course yeah yeah. yeah yeah and then one of my friends made like pumpkin um scones oh. oh it was just so good we even made our own little cocktails that morning for like the just to start the day on the right yeah. foot we watched the parade it was just a great way to do something that was a little bit different from you know your typical mm. heartier meal with turkey and everything like that yeah yeah it was good. Love it. Very, very good. So what else can you do to amp up your Friendsgiving or do something just in general like that in thanks or not in Thanksgiving in November? Um, I mean, I think no matter what you do, it's always good to just have the kind of potluck type of thing where mm. people can just always bring not just food um, to share, but um, I've done Friendsgivings where uh, we also had... Uh, had everybody bring uh, some kind of like Tupperware container so that everybody could then have leftovers to take home. Oh, that's cute. That's cute. That's mm-hmm. something you don't think about. And then you're like, oh, everyone take food. But then you're trying to figure out how they could take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to say, I've only been to one party where someone actually thought in advance to put that on the sign up list. And I was like, oh. that person is a genius. Yeah. yeah. Like someone who is like, I don't have time to cook would always want to sign up for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bring yeah. some Tupperware, bring some saran wrap, bring some baggies. Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, the paper plate method with the aluminum foil on it only goes so far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I bet everyone has a story of spilling it across oh, their car. <laughs> and no one wants to clean that up around the holidays. We're on Black Friday. <laughs> yeah. So it was it was just great because then everybody had like some good food for a couple of days. Well, I've seen a couple things online that have given me some ideas for some pre-Friendsgiving parties. Okay. Oh. Okay. Let's hear it. So, for one, you got to have decorations. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. You know. So why not do a crafting party with your friends? It doesn't have to. If one of your friends is like the queen of hosting Friendsgiving, you don't want to take that away from them. Why not host a pre-party and do something at that? You could either make the decorations for the party. You could also do pie making party Ooh. so everyone can get together and try to bake you know oh, make up their own fun. pies or oh. make mini pies like it would just be a fun thing to do i've always wanted to do more yeah. like get into making pies so that would be kind of a neat thing to host where you could just kind of experiment yeah and then bring that to a party that would be oh, so fun I love it. um and another idea would be to do a holiday 
booze tasting party. Uh, uh, yes, Sanya. Hello, hello. hello. <laughs> I'm there. I mean, because again, there's so many different things. Like, even if you didn't want to host it at your house, we have wineries around here or breweries. Mm. So why not go on a little like booze tasting tour, <laughs> you know, and yeah. pick out like your fall selected wines or your fall beers. And that way you have the gift already picked out to bring to your friend's giving party. That's right. Oh, so, drink. Yes, all the drinks. And I love, um, you know, like when you you do the uh, table markers with people's names and you could literally go get a really a couple really gorgeous leaves in the yard and maybe do some glitter on them and put the people's name oh that's so cute i love that That would be cute and another thing i love about thanksgiving is that you can decorate with craft paper that brown craft paper Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's it looks really classy it looks really crisp and then you can throw it away Oh, and it's super inexpensive. The best cleanup ever. I know. Um, I was also seeing a really cute decoration thing. This is something you could do with your leftover pumpkin if you have a a whole one. Um, You could paint it white and do it as your centerpiece, and then Mm. everyone could write on it what they're thankful (gasps) for. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love that. That would be pretty. Or if you would like um, to do something that you could actually keep, you could do um, a thankful book. So, like a thank, what I'm thankful for guest book. So, everyone who comes could write in a book. Hmm. But, you know, sometimes that crap just piles up in the corner. So I like the pumpkin thing, too. Yeah, I mean, the pumpkin thing, I like that because you're right. Sometimes those things can just pile up, especially if it becomes a tradition. Yeah. So at least something like that, one person can maybe always take it at the end and then keep it mm-hmm. or do something with it. But Or it's just wishful thinking for the year. You yeah. know, thankful, you know, comments and everyone can be yeah. gracious and... And then move on to the next year. Yeah. Because I know sometimes I always feel awkward when you go around the table and you say what you're thankful for. Like, I know it's a great tradition. So this could be like a more subtle way to like take a minute to write to write down what you're thankful for. I love that. Mm -hmm. Or you guys, the perfect Friendsgiving party. Two words. Pie bar. And how great would it be if you had gotten with your you know girlfriends before that and pre-made those pies and then like, people could vote on their favorites oh that oh, would be awesome i love dessert taste tests mm. of any kind so i'm all about this yeah i think we each need to take up a turn hosting one of these things like who's hosting the pie making party who's host- hosting the booze you know tour yeah. and then who's hosting the friendsgiving yeah no <laughs> definitely definitely and if it is a year where maybe you're low on funds or you don't have the time to prep or make things, getting a couple friends together and go and volunteering at like a shelter and, um, you know, feeding people, that's also a good way to spend time with your friends, uh, but also get back to your community. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. I was about to say there was one year, I'm trying to remember if it was for Thanksgiving or if it was for Christmas. I want to say it was Thanksgiving where um, some of us baked a bunch of cookies in advance and then after we had our meals we went and delivered them over at the Murfreesboro VA hospital oh, yeah. so yeah. they shared them with some of the, the the actual patients who were there but a lot of it was just for the staff that's working oh. you know the staff is often overlooked mm-hmm. but they're working the holidays they need a little cheer so we brought stuff to them and then one of my friends was actually really really brilliant and she thought because of the fact that there are a lot of patients who are diabetic especially yeah. if they're older she made sure specifically to bring sugar-free 
dessert items. Oh, that's that would be awesome. great for that's diabetics. So nice. Or donate your pies that you made. Yep, that too. That's cute. Or mm-hmm. if you, um, you can also have your friends uh, who are coming over bring random items in their pantry, mm-hmm. um, and you can like have a box or whatever, um, and just have everybody put that in, and then you can uh, take that over to your local food pantry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's a very good idea because even though, you know, at that point you're past the Thanksgiving holiday, there's still the there's, holidays with Christmas uh-huh. coming up. And there's a lot of those shelters that are giving out meals and items for people who need them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also love, you know, the people that do have to work on those holidays, you know, your medical staff, the police officers, the fire department. I mean, there's so many people that, you know, we could not function as a society if they did not give up those days with their family. Oh, yeah. Plus, there's a lot of people who, let's just say, go into deep frying turkeys without learning how to deep fry turkeys. <laughs> there's a lot of fires that day. There's That's a lot true. of burn injuries that day. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, you're around family. There's a lot of family injuries that day. Yeah. <laughs> These are things yeah. to think about. Those people that have to work out there that are like that. And also, just being nice to your shop workers, because we all know that the people who have to work Black Friday... Mm-hmm. They might not be first responders and that kind of stuff, but they're out there having to deal with you wanting to find a really good deal at two o'clock in the morning. That's true. And they're missing time with their families. So be nice to those people. Maybe bring some candy to them or something. That's me. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like niceness can go a long mm -hmm. way with those people. That's true. That's true. So I, yeah, I love adding a community element to your Friendsgiving. Yeah. It's just, it's such a great way to give back and, and to do something for others Mm -hmm. while having a good time yourself. That's right. With your friends now, drink. Ah, I have like I was like I feel like we have a lot of drinking to catch up on. We, <laughs> we were just going, going. Oh well, I'm not done then because we also have, you know, you throw the party, but what do you do at the party? Unless you're doing like the pre-planning parties where they, you you craft or you have a pie. Like there's a purpose to it. Sometimes actually on friendsgiving or thanksgiving itself a lot of people will just end up sitting around twiddling their thumbs until it's time to eat yeah 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 so oh yeah give me something to do because yeah i need that's when games come into play games oh boy games so i saw one where there is a a fun way to turn like you know the whole thanks that being thankful thing into a game so you could do thankful bingo because oh. Oh, a lot of times people do they are thankful for the same things okay that's so true you could turn that into a little bit of a thankful bingo you can think about the friends and family that are going to come over and come up with a custom card or you can look them up online and just see if there's like common things that people have already pre-made on a card printed out and there you go you've got thanksgiving bingo for your family and friends um one of my favorites though was uh turning the macy's day parade into a drinking game uh yes sign me up sign me up for this (laughs) so that one was kind of like okay you know there's gonna be a random band from the midwest so when that band comes on you have to drink (laughs) or when you see a certain balloon character when you're guessing about what balloons are gonna be out there Uh are they gonna bring back a certain one or when they do a crowd shot of like a crying child (laughs) just something (laughs) or the first time you notice someone lip syncing really horribly oh (laughs) yeah you can turn all this into a little pre, pre-eating pre drinking game because you know you're going to eat a lot of food later. So it's actually the perfect day to have a drinking game. That's true. Because you're going to fill up on food too. Yeah. Plus it's more fun. And I so, love it. You'd want to get get ahead uh, get ahead of it. You can, Again, you can look up online and think of like Thanksgiving Day Parade drinking game rules or you can come up with your own based on what you love about those parades and or the things that you think are funny or ironic about them best idea ever and the opposite of that 
which I still think is kind of good. If you're on a health kick, you uh-huh. can also turn it into a pre-dinner workout. So again, no. every every time <laughs> <No>. there's... <laughs> I know, I read the article and even the person writing it was just like, by the way, I'll be the one drinking in the corner while you people work out. Uh, but <laughs> there could be a rule like every time someone comes up and it's a pop singer lip syncing to a song, then you have to do 10 push-ups. This or is the worst study I've ever heard. But there are some people who are on those kicks. No, there's not. Trying to work off some of no. their food. I'm, I mean, look, I'm all for like going for a little stroll or something after you've had like five glasses of wine and some turkey before you go take your two-hour nap but and then I'm, go shopping <laughs> not, yeah i'm not sure about doing some burpees or something while you're waiting for santa claus to come down the road <laughs> this is america we invented the big mac we are not exercising during the thanksgiving parade <laughs> Trina. well that's options there for anyone who really wants okay. to do it the one person out there <laughs> it does not say rsvp on the statue of liberty, liberty. <laughs> that's right guys <laughs> All right. And then last one I saw online was okay. a turkey pinata. Oh, because oh. why? Why don't we have more pinatas? Like, why don't we use pinatas <gasps> more? <gasps> pumpkin pinata. You could do a pumpkin pinata. That would probably be really messy. <laughs> Maybe an actual pumpkin pinata. I don't know. Not an actual pumpkin. I but. would love like, but like a baseball, like you throw it up. and you're like, <sighs> Yeah. All right. We're doing this tomorrow. Uh, that could be fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you could start with a fresh pumpkin and scoop it out and put stuff in there. No, just pumpkin seed and guts. <laughs> pumpkin seed and guts. You just want to scare everyone at Thanksgiving with your pinata. <laughs> I'm excited. No, but they actually they they had on there like you know why not come up with like a turkey pinata or a pumpkin pinata or just anything along those lines because it'd be something fun for everyone to get active and get outside, swing a bat around. Because again, you eat a lot, you fall asleep. Maybe this do is it. a great dessert kind of activity mm-hmm. and have candy for the kids. Except maybe do it before you eat because usually you like blindfold yourself and spin around before you smack that pinata. Well, you can play it after the drinking game. So you're kind of already dizzy. Yeah. <laughs> there I you just, go. I'm just like if you're on a full stomach. Uh, that's true. If you're on a full stomach and full of pie. I don't know. But it could be a good thing between the meal and the desserts or something. I don't know. Mm. All good ideas, though. I feel like this is just like... Well, a, your Friendsgiving theme could be, let's get basted. There you go. Let's get basted. Let's get basted. Everybody. Everybody. I just want to add a pinata now to this, you know, Friendsgiving. I just want to have a big old Friendsgiving party now. Yeah. yeah. I'm ready. <laughs> oh, thank you for volunteering, Trina. Yeah, appreciate that. We know, <laughs> we know you're real pregnant now, but we're ready. Yeah. I'm, I'm just going to dress up we're, like a turkey that day. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Already stuffed. <laughs> All right, I pluck you. Oh. <laughs> Is that what your shirt's going to say? Probably. I've, I've already said I'm not really doing anything for Thanksgiving. I'm going to just show up and eat and sit there at, like the full bellied person that I currently am. <laughs> oh, I love it. So... Mm. Alrighty, so we've got our third topic, and Lindsay, you have to explain this because you've given us no explanation. Okay, so I know that Halloween is over and haunted houses are closing down, but there the media is going crazy over a new type of haunted house that is available all year long. All year long? And it is called survival horror. Okay. Okay. What does that mean? <laughs> so, um, I came... Have y'all heard of this? 
Um, I've heard of it and read a little bit, but I don't, I don't really know okay. much. Okay. So, there is one place in the United States who does this. And it happens to be just down the road from us in Summertown, Tennessee, on the way to my hometown. Oh. Oh, so it's within like a two-hour driving distance. It's a, probably about an hour and 20 minutes from Nashville. It's called the McCainy Manor. Okay. And it is an extreme haunted attraction. Now, I'm going to tell you guys, this is not what I consider a haunted house. This is something that I would not do or I would sign up for. And this is not the typical traditional thing you would think of. Okay. That's a lot coming from you. That is a lot coming from you. I feel like this is something you like immediately sign up for. Right. And so before I get into exactly what it is, I'm going to tell you the requirements that have to be met before you were allowed to do this mm-hmm. okay okay i'm curious requirements i'm like i i feel like i'm immediately eliminated because i'm pregnant right now <laughs> uh yes so you must <laughs> be 21 or older Jack. okay okay you must have a physical and mental clearance from your doctor okay first of all i I'm going to pause you right there. The fact that you have to go to your doctor and say, I would like to be physically and mentally cleared so I can go to this attraction. How is that appointment set up? You know, like, how does yeah. that appointment go? Sorry, this, yeah. am I joining the military? Yeah. Um, you have to uh, pass a background check. Okay. Okay. Th- th- I'm going to comment on that one later. You have to uh, provide proof of medical insurance. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And you have to pass a drug screen the day of. So wow. I can't go to this drunk, which is what I like to do during haunted exactly. houses. Exactly. So you have to be sober and in good shape and good mental clarity. Yeah. And you can't have a criminal background. Correct. Okay. And when you get there, you have to read their 40-page waiver and sign every clause and they make you read aloud the entire thing, which takes three to four hours. Wow. So this is like a this is like a whole day thing. Um, yes. So some portions of the waiver say essentially they're not liable for anything that happens to you. What? I figured that went yeah, right. into play with the whole physical okay. mental background. You got some things that they say could happen to you. Right. Um, it says... They are not liable, but you have been warned you could get carbon monoxide poisoning. Wow. There is no quitting unless of serious physical or mental injury. A panic attack is not included in that. Mm-hmm. You may have injuries or be hurt, which um, involve bleeding, whiplash, loss of consciousness, stroke or drowning, but they cannot be held liable. You understand that they may use hypodermic needles, tasers, or dog shock collars, and that grease, theatrical blood, or other fluids could be in your mouth at any time, and it is your job not to swallow those. Oh, my God. Those are just a couple of the things, okay? Wow. Also, you are given the option for a safe word if you want out at any time. However, then the next clause says that they have the choice to ignore your safe word. Wait, what? Um, Then what's the point of having the safe word? (laughs) Um, But if you do this and you complete it, 
you will win $20,000. Um, has anyone ever won the $20,000? No. Okay. How many people have done this? I feel like that's um, quite a wow. bit. Um, okay. So let me, <laughs> it can last up to 10 hours. Hmm. Is that after the, all the prerequisite yes. stuff? Yes. Yes. Wow. Yes. So that's and they a long only day. Do, and they call it a show. They call it a performance and they videotape the entire thing. And they only do one a week. And here's some things that they have done to people. Essentially, it's tailored to you. So I assume they you do this questionnaire before and they really take your deep, dark fears and they make it come to life to fruition. They also do uh, hypnotize people to heighten the experience. Nope. Okay. Mm-mm. This is fear factor on Think Saul. I'm thinking Saul. <laughs> like, I'm not thinking fear factor. I'm thinking, like, they want to put you in your worst nightmare of a, a horror movie and give you the experience. Because if you've ever been like, I could get out of that, like, no problem. They won't scare me. I'm going to be smarter than the chainsaw chasing dude with masks and right. skin all over his face and blood and whatever. Like, right. Yeah. So here are some things that they have done in the past. Okay. They have pulled someone's tooth with no medicine. No, nope. what? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Also, they want you to go through it alone or with maybe one other person, but then you end up doing things to the other person. Oh, then I would never put no. No. So one, they told a girl that she had to shave a guy's head and she refused. So then he had to shave hers and her eyebrows. <gasps> nope. 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 No. One girl threw up and she was forced to eat her vomit. Uh-uh. <laughs> they uh, also will like dip you into ice cold water and they'll be like, you've just stay 30 seconds and they keep dipping you until you do it like ice cold water. Oh my um, gosh. One guy was locked in a cooler for a while. One guy was covered in blood. Um, I mean, think about your worst nightmare. They make it come true. Um, so the owner, his name is Russ McCaney. He's essentially taken about half a million dollars and transformed this house to a torture chamber. So he's the sadistic psychopath. Well, so there's a lot. He says, no, he's not. He was in the military. He learned a lot of those techniques that, you know, um, you come with trying to get information out of people. Um, and he uses that. He uses their fears. He uses hypnosis. And, you know, people who are extremists go to him. So people who like to jump out of planes and nothing scares them and they just can't get to that point anymore. That's who comes here. How much does this cost to do? Okay, that's a good question. How much do you think people would pay? I feel like, well, one, if they're crazy enough to go through all of this and do this, like, they're probably willing to pay a pretty good penny for it. But I'd imagine it costs a lot because you're not going to get a lot of people signing up for it. But it costs a lot to put all the effort into this if you have multiple actors or whoever who are working, Uh I mean, torture enthusiasts who are working throughout the house and... All of that. So I'd imagine it's, I, I mean, is, is it weird to say thousands? What about you, Jess? What do you think? Yeah, I would be like $10,000. He asked that you donate a bag of dog food. What? Sadistic yeah. psychopath. But he also says that you can make a voluntary donation of any kind, but that donation is used in your experience. 
to make it worse. I, so how are they making money to pay for all of this torture that they're inflicting upon so people he willingly? So <laughs> retirement from the Navy, but I think it's really only $800 a month. I mean, it doesn't cost very much to live in Summertown, but um, I assume that also helps supplement his living. Okay. I'm sorry. For, first of all, you say... He's not doing all this by himself, right? He has a girlfriend and maybe a couple volunteers, but a lot of the experiences are just him. Okay. Okay, that's fine. Who the hell are these volunteers? Does he do background checks on them? Um, I don't know. Okay. So how do you sign up? I guess that was your next question. Yeah. You guys are itching. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure. Uh-huh. So sure, sure. You can go to their website at the McKinney, or it's just McKinneyManor.com. However, you're going to have to wait a while because there's 24,000 people on the wait list. No. Oh, my gosh. 24,000 people on the wait list. Now, How many of them do you think are going to end up in a hole where he just goes and puts the lotion on the skin? Well, he sells everything. <laughs> So everything is being done, and he says, you're never in any real danger. It's all psychological. No. Okay. Uh, okay. okay. So there, and the problem, I think, so I, if you watch the news in Nashville, and it's even been on CNN, it's been the worldly news, that the people who live in that town are disgusted. Essentially, they're calling it like horror porn. It kind of sounds like it. Because he uses not only just his property, but maybe the park or like if someone's fear is from being abducted, they will set that up and abduct her. No. Right? I have, in I have, the town. I have a question. Yeah. So like one of my biggest phobias is funeral homes. Uh-huh. Like I don't even want to be in a funeral home when I'm dead. Mm. Would he like sleep me in the Summertown funeral home? Maybe. Now before he starts any um show performance as he calls it, he calls the police to let them know because he will they you know people will call 911 on him because they'll hear screams and chainsaws and all types of sounds and he even does stuff like shows during the day and he's had people come on his property and like beg the person let me call the police for you you're covered in blood like what is going on and the people in summertown are like you've got to get out of this is ridiculous so they've got this petition going which is going to get them nowhere um they've even interviewed the da and he's like look it's legal like all these people are signing a waiver they're there voluntary like it's legal this is crazy though it is like world news like even somebody from british columbia has been down here so if you want more information there's a ton of youtube videos there's a ton of videos on his site and there was even an episode of dark tourist on netflix (gasps) oh my god that i i really want to watch that show there's one about this it's on episode eight See, I need to, I'm just going to jump in and watch episode eight because uh-huh. uh, I've got so many questions. Yeah. And he interviews him. He actually starts, but he like quits really fast. Like, but he does have a ton of videos on his site. There's a ton of YouTube videos and you can kind of see some of the stuff that they put people through. I feel like they, they've done a lot of work to make sure on the front end that one, hopefully they're not getting any sociopaths or crazy people who are going to then hurt them because i wonder if that's a, p- a part of it is them worrying about 
what if the person acts mm-hmm. out against them the volunteers or i mean so you put the f- that fear and they really think they're going through this very traumatic experience you can't say if someone is mentally okay to handle that right so yeah. if they touch a crew member they even curse at like a crazy rate they stop oh wait a minute okay i've gotten yelled at for cursing in a haunted house before so yeah i mean they but- say if you like we'll stop it that's in the contract like we're allowed to touch you you're not allowed to touch us but if there's like safe words and they're like kind of like torturing you and sticking you inside of coolers and stuff i feel like there's got to be some part of like that you're going to attack your attacker at some point in time right but if they do they'll they'll stop it oh okay. wow i i get the not touching even though if that's your like base reaction to want to reach back out and touch i i get trying to not do that but like the cursing thing i know if that's in your natural personality to just you know let the f-bomb drop or just like loose with like shit damn which like i do on a daily basis (laughs) Uh, yeah if you're if you're in a situation like that it would be really hard to rein it in it would it really would but that's why i'm not signing up yeah but this is how popular this is right now this is the rage like not even nationally like worldly i typed in google mc and this is the first thing that popped up that's crazy so is it just like really coming out right now because of halloween and haunted houses it's been going i think since the dark tourist episode and then cnn did a big expose on it wow see i had heard about something like this but i thought they were saying it was just like a haunted house that was more interactive either way it still immediately made me think of most saw movies i was like it must be some sort of like interactive or but with a group or something the the fact that it's one-on-one kind of with like these characters is even more terrifying it's like literally put yourself in like your worst like scary movie (laughs) i mean i i don't know why they're calling it a haunted house that is not a haunted house it's a torture house (laughs) yeah so definitely check that out i mean please don't do it just check it out Um, (laughs) yeah if you do decide to do it let us know yeah we will try to talk you out of it (laughs) i mean if i got in there they make you come in like an animal onesie they'll usually put a wig or a bow on you to kind of demasculate you and the longest someone has ever stayed is six hours and it was a female wow girl power yeah, <laughs> yeah question mark I if i got in there and they were like you've to shave your eyebrows i'm like out peace yeah as soon as the the whole thing about like someone you had to shave them or they had to shave you like no 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 i have always been curious about shaving my head but my by god i'm not gonna let some stranger do it to me no and definitely no eyebrows <laughs> i know and then the guy that was in the dark tourist did it and you have you played that game where you put that thing in your mouth and it holds it open and you like have to talk yeah like he had to wear that i felt like it was for like an hour and those things hurt I feel like that they would just make you wear something like that so that they can then shove things in your mouth, which would yeah. be even worse. Yeah. Like, and that whole carbon monoxide poisoning, mm-hmm. you might get that. And then you mentioned someone being locked in a cooler for a little while. Yeah, that could kill you. <laughs> also, they pulled someone's tooth without whatever. Yes, Novocaine. and that's in the contract. Ugh. If you get selected to go to the dentist, your tooth will be pulled without any type of Novocaine. I would no. say goodbye then because also like what if you're what if that got infected like uh, 
Also, that's your tooth. It causes shifting your mouth. I'm just saying, yeah. like, that's a lot to... And then you have to get a replacement. Like, that's a lot of money. Like, no, thank you. I'm just thinking the therapy that someone's going to have to go through afterwards. Like, if... <laughs> again, I think they do a lot on the front end to make sure you're not a crazy person. But what if you leave there crazy because of this? Like, people have PTSD for so many things nowadays. Even if it's self-inflicted at this point in time, like... Yeah. What kind of monsters are they creating? Right. Well, he also interviews everyone beforehand via FaceTime if they live far away. And he tells everyone the same thing. And it's also the tagline to his whole company. You do not want to do this. Yeah. Let's just. And he's right. And I he's do. right. I don't want to do that. Yeah. That sounds. I'll stay at home and drink champagne and not do this. Yeah. I just the fact that he's not really getting anything out of it money wise is what kind of really bothers me I think because I'm like why would you do all of that like this is a weird way to spend your retirement dude I think yeah. so. what that, does that say about you that, as a that, person that, that is why I'm like sadistic psychopath yeah like, so it again. started in California and he has now moved to Summertown Tennessee and I think they're they opened one in Huntsville Alabama what mm. so is this the direction our society is going in yes yeah apparently hashtag hunger games oh, right <laughs> oh my god this is how the hunger games training starts Ugh. i don't want it i don't want it <laughs> i don't want none of it so let's move on from the crazy crazy mckamey's manor and go to treat of the week because we need some happiness in our lives what, right what? now treat of the week <laughs> Treat of the week. What are you guys treating yourselves to? Jess, you're up first. Okay. Um, I am treating myself to the most delightful and hilarious uh, TV show that there is right now. It's called Big Mouth. Big Mouth? Yeah. What is that? Uh, okay. So it is, it's a cartoon on Netflix and it is about puberty. <laughs> well that is a, a whole other form of torture and also hilarious oh my god i started watching this i could not get yes. through it really well, this was over the top yeah but in like just the greatest way ever um will and i i think a co-worker told him about it it's on netflix and a co-worker told him about it and he was like yeah i don't know so we watched the trailer and I was just like, uh, yeah, let's let's give it a go. So we we watched the first episode and we were just like, all right, let's do this. Um, <laughs> so there is it's about like these middle schoolers going through puberty and there's guys and girls and there's like they're voiced by like Nick Kroll and Jenny Slate and Jordan Peele and Maya Rudolph. Um, there is the hormone monster. So the boys have a hormone monster and then the girls have a hormone monster. Um, and so like the, when they, and they talk about like everything. I mean, they like masturbate and they like, uh, I mean, it, the girl gets her um, period on a trip to the Statue of Liberty and she's wearing white shorts hmm. and she just like has to deal with it. And it's, it is something like, that I guess when I was 12, I wish I had, but it's like not something you want to show your 12 year old. As I'll say, this sounds like it's not at all for kids, but it could be useful in like, <laughs> like you know, here, teaching here, people about it, things like it this. Is, it is because here's, let me tell you why it's useful because they literally name off all the different parts of the female genitals. Hmm. What about the male? I mean, theirs isn't as complex, but no, it's, <laughs> but no, still. it's not. But 
Yeah, it's just, it's so funny. So it's like Will and I will like watch three episodes of American Horror Story and then we'll be like, all right, an episode of Big Mouth. (laughs) (laughs) So I have a pin on my desk that says penis and vagina are not bad words. That's so true. That's true. They're not. They're not bad words. Somebody laughed at me the other day. I'm like, but it's true. So Big Mouth, if you want some real life, really fun in puberty. That does sound very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, the only thing it just reminds me of right now is I recently saw where they did like a mock you whatever mentory cut type commercial thing where it was like, if what if men had periods? Oh, and yeah. Lord. It was. Don't they? I, I mean, or just the mood swing. But I liked how it was just something so simple as like men having to be like, hey, do you, do you have a tampon? Or like asking even women like hey do you have a pad or something like that or oh my god i i bled through my pants do you have anything i could change into and it's like all of these things that were just so it made it so normal where i was like these are things that wouldn't be so shameful or like people wouldn't Mm -hmm. feel weird about if everyone had it yeah and everyone experienced it and i was like i liked that because i was like okay yeah that's true it would be i think there's always room for more education on that however that show does not sound like it'd be good for kids (laughs) (laughs) not at all no no um alrighty. Well Trina, what do you uh what's your treat of the week? My treat of the week is all the candy. Ooh. All the leftover candy. Yeah. All the candy just in general, especially mm-hmm. if it's bite size. Yeah. As a person who's trying to watch their sugar right now, it having the little bite size pieces that I can be like, okay. I can have one after breakfast. I can have one as my afternoon snack. Mm. I can have one after dinner. Mm-hmm. It's actually kind of amazing. Yay! Yay. Little bite-sized candies. Yes. So I'm excited about that. Because who doesn't love candy after Halloween? Truth. That's true. I mean, plus all the candy goes on sale. What, what? Uh, yes. Yeah. Along with all the Halloween decorations that also go on sale. Oh, yeah. Yes. I'm going to stock up. Uh-huh. Ready to stock up for next year. For sure. Marshall and I already have a plan on how we're going to decorate our entire front yard <gasps> and our tree next year. I'm so excited. Yay. Yes. We need all the pumpkins oh, that okay. won't rot. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully I will have a ton that you can come get. Yes. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Lindsay, what are you treating yourself to this week? Okay. So I started a new show. I'm one episode in and the episodes are like an hour and a half. So... It, the jury is still out, but this is, I've been treating myself to this. It is called Carnival Row. Oh, you showed me the preview for that the other day. Yeah, so it's on Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. and it is a very adult, like, fantasy show. Orlando Bloom is in it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, so it's supposedly, I guess, set back in the day... It's very Renaissance-esque. And the fairies and the humans have went to war, but some of them helped them. But now, essentially, like, fairies are the outcast, and they're either prostitutes or indentured servants. And there's some that are still, like, uh, enslaved that are trying to escape in any way. It's kind of interesting. It's, it's, it's a lot to handle. However, there is one scene where this prostitute fairy has a binocchi donk time and let me just tell you i need some wings because that was intense it was intense it was intense it was intense okay you showed me the preview for it it looked pretty uh, interesting i mean i I was intrigued like i want to watch the show so one episode in again um i'm not sure where the carnival comes in oh i need that in my life okay okay so i will give you updates as i proceed through the season all right well that's pretty cool Alrighty, it's time for Drink About It. Whether good or bad, what are we drinking to this week, ladies? So I have a listener submission. 
So Stacy is drinking about it because her boyfriend is deployed, which I think she had written in before, but she only has less than 100 days left till he gets home. <gasps> oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah, so she's getting real excited. It's the final countdown. I'm about to say, that's going to get stuck in everyone's head now. You're welcome. Well, that's awesome for Stacey. I'm sure she's super, super excited. Um, I had a friend who did uh, one of those little paper chain things. Uh, Have you ever seen those made? Mm-hmm. But yeah. like just paper loops. She did that for the final countdown for when her fiance was coming home oh, um, after deployment. And it was just something that she sat there and made a really long one that went around her room. And then every day she'd pull off one. Aww. So that it just got Aww. shorter and shorter and shorter until he got back. That's cute. So that's a cute little way to like help count down the days. Yeah. 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 So kind of like a little it. backwards advent thing. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. So. Um, well, what are y'all drinking about this week? Or do we have any more listener submissions? Then Jess, you're up. Um, I'm drinking about, um, I guess it's, it's mostly bad, but it could have been worse. Um, <laughs> it's a great way to start always. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my mom had a little bit of a freak accident this oh, no. weekend. Um, we had this, this past weekend from mom recording, we had some really bad storms throughout Tennessee. And Murfreesboro had some very high winds and she was closing the screen door or she was going out to get the girl cover and the the wind caught the door and she was trying to grab it back and it, the wind pulled her and it basically dragged her out down the patio stairs. How many stairs are we talking about here? I mean, not. I don't know, like five or something. Ooh, okay, that sounds better. I think when you first told us about this, I was thinking like, I, I immediately pictured Lindsay's stairs because there's like a whole fl- flight of stairs from yeah. her backpack. You know? yeah. I was like, oh no. Yeah, but I mean, it was still like down onto the concrete and it was just like the shock of it because I mean, she was like holding onto the door and it just like grabbed her and like kind of flung her down. Ugh. Oh, wow. Bless her heart. Yeah, and so like my dad wanted to call 911 and she was like, no, but like she was still down on the ground for a while. Um, and she like got up eventually and this was on a Saturday and then Sunday she was like hobbling around and couldn't walk very well um, and which is like never good like you know when you're hobbling around and you don't really know what's going on so they went and got things checked out and it turns out she like broke one ankle which she's never broken a bone in her life until this oh, wow her heart well and then she made it a long time <laughs> right yeah and then she's brained the other one or something so she has a boot on one ankle and like a brace on the other leg and is going around with like a walker she doesn't have to have a surgery which that's is good, good. Mm-hmm. um but she's gonna be in recovery for like four to six weeks i'm surprised it's not even longer than that like with pt and stuff that's oh, bless her little i know heart. so i was um the friday this episode is released i was going to go visit and stay with them the, this weekend anyway because will is going to knoxville for homecoming um but now like i'm certainly go- was going up there yeah. uh, just to like hang out and like help out around the house and we'll probably like fix some casseroles because my dad is not really much of a cook so just gonna like fix some casseroles so that they can freeze and probably like just put in the oven and bake and just like help out with what i can and so i'm just like drinking about like she had this like freak accident but like i'm so glad it wasn't worse yeah yeah that she doesn't have to have surgery she like didn't hit her head 
Like she didn't break her hip or like anything like that. Like, so like it just, it really sucks that this happened, but like, I'm just so glad it wasn't worse. And like, yeah. Yeah. With accidents like that, the only thing you can really cling to is being thankful. It, it wasn't worse. Cause it could have been so Absolutely. much worse. Yeah. Mm. And like, I didn't even know what happened until I called them on Sunday and my mom was like, I'm resting from my accident. And I was like, what accident? Oh, no. And you, you oh. were bombarded. I'd say that's the worst. <sighs> Parents are definitely stubborn sometimes when it comes to, you know, tell, like going to the doctor if they're sick or. Right. And then they mm-hmm. didn't go to the doctor until the next day. And then, so yeah. then I was like waiting to hear what had happened. Like, I don't know. So anyway, just. Just drinking, and I'm excited to like hang out with my parents for a few days. Well, that'll be nice. At least that will be. I'm sure they'll love it. Yeah. Oh, Trina, what are you drinking about? I am drinking for many things, but one of the main things is that I can't drink, and I'm 33 and a half weeks pregnant. So by the time this comes out, I will be officially 34 weeks pregnant. Yeah, I'd already had to worry about this time. I don't know what in the world. (laughs) I was gonna say we were talking about that just the other day. You'd already gone into labor by now. Uh, I if I if I stayed full term, I've got a while to go because that's still about you know six weeks left. Yeah, but that these last few weeks are just creeping by and i'm feeling all the growth pains it's and, worse and not that i would know I mean, <laughs> he's 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 a bit cramped in there so uh i've had some recent new symptoms that have popped up which uh leads to both a great drink about it and then like a little bit of a want want drink about it okay because i was like okay i'm in my last trimester i'm starting to get like a little bit more of the hand swelling again and most importantly, like for the last week, like my right wrist, every morning I wake up, it's hurting. It's like, it hurts to hold a brush and like brush my hair. Yeah. And I was just like, what is up with that? It turns out if you have some carpal tunnel, if you're like me and you've typed all your life or like played instruments, it's going to be a little worse. But carpal tunnel gets really flared up in those last few weeks mm. of pregnancy because of the swelling. Mm. So I was like, okay, I've got swollen feet. I've got swollen hands. I'm going to cash in on the prenatal massage that my sister said she was going to pay for for my birthday. So she sent me money. I went, did some research. I got some recommendations, picked out a prenatal massage place, signed up for it, got got the appointment set. I thought I was going into it really like it's going to be awesome because I I said when I called, they asked, what's your size shoe? What's your size robe? Because they're going to have it waiting for you when you get there. So it's like you check in, you lounge in your robe. It's a nice spa. I got into the room with the lady and the first thing she says is, well, because, you know, people sometimes get worried that they're rubbing their hands or their feet will put them into labor. I don't touch those. I'm sorry. Do what? Yeah, (laughs) she didn't. She was like, I won't touch your hands or your feet. And I literally was just sitting there thinking. Wait, that's the whole point of a pre going to a prenatal massage therapist, I thought, is because they're supposed to know how to manipulate it so that they don't touch a trigger point that puts you into labor. Let me start by saying Trina texts me on Saturday and said, hey, do you want to go get a reflexology massage? I'm like, no, I can't. But you should really, you know like double check that and she's like oh they only do your hands and feet i'm like yes that's the problem <laughs> is that um you have to have a certified prenatal masseuse because there are triggers nerve triggers in your feet especially that can cause you to go in early labor what and like all i want is my feet and my hands to be rubbed right mm-hmm. that's like Truly, for me, like one of the best parts of a massage, especially the feet, because my feet are so ticklish. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, at the massage place, 
they massage my feet and they can do it without tickling me. And it's so nice. Yes. So when I went in, like literally two days before I went into labor, um, and I've actually been sent away from a massage place because they're like, oh, we didn't know that you were pregnant. Like, we we need to have a certified masseuse. But when I did, he he was doing my feet. He's like, there are places on your feet I can't touch. Like, you'll go into labor. And at that point, I was like, I will pay you extra. <laughs> do, you, do you think he triggered you? No, I begged him to. But I mean, I don't think he did. I think it was just even it was mm-hmm. two, even though it was two days before you don't. Yeah, think it, no, no, no. Because he showed me where he would have to rub. Yeah, I mean, and I have heard in the past that there are certain places mm-hmm. like that can trigger it because there's pressure points on your body that can do things like that. But that was the whole thing was like I went to a what I thought was certified prenatal massage. And they had like a specific person. I mean, and she she made up for it in some other ways because she was like, oh, but instead I can do like, if you like a good scalp oh. massage, I can do scalp and a oh, face yeah. massage. So that was, it was nice. Oh, she I'm, did upgrade to that. <clears throat> I'm sorry, that wasn't part of it in the first place? Not as detailed. Like usually they'll, I mean, sometimes in a massage, they'll focus more on the shoulders, neck, back legs i think it just depends too like if you have an hour massage they'll be like where do you want me to focus on oh yeah yeah, yeah. you know like um or i've had some that i'm like hey i've had some really horrible allergy stuff like and they really do focus on your face and head so i think it just depends yeah it just definitely depends but uh she was very light touched because she was like we don't do soft we don't we only do soft pressure when you're pregnant yeah and so she basically worked on my legs and my shoulders and my arms and my back but only when i was laying on my side so i laid on my side each time so that was the only weird thing is like at least when she did do the head and then the face massage it would have been nice if i could have laid on my back Mm. instead of on my side because i mean it felt really nice but it was still a little bit kind of awkward because i'm like laying on my side oh yeah you're supposed to be on your back for those things yeah is this lady knew what she was doing I don't know. It I feel was, like she was fairly new to it. If she was certified for prenatal, I feel like she was just very light touched and very hesitant. I mean, I think I was on my side, but I had like a pillow under me and a pillow between my legs. Like there was all kinds of like maneuvers he could do to get to portions of me. I also put uh, like the pillows were on the table and I was like, well, do you position me with the pillows and she was like no just put them where they're most comfortable oh no 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 so i felt like again Uh -uh. if she was certified for it i feel like she was very very new to it okay and it was still a really nice massage but at the same time i was like this isn't exactly what I was expecting based off of what I Googled. You should go yeah. get another one. expected. So I, I, I think I am going to go get another one done. Um, but I, I think you. I'm going to specifically just ask someone if they'll just do maybe uh, a, a scalp and face massage and like focus on like upper body so that maybe I can lay on my back and I don't necessarily have to. And if they aren't going to touch my hands or my feet, then <laughs> that's fine. But like I might ask in advance just to see like, will I'll they? send you the guy I went to and he'll do it. And he'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> and he'll show you who are not to touch. Yeah. Like, see, that's what I was, my hands and my wrists, like, it was funny because she, they have, you fill out a form when you go get a massage. Yeah. Like, what parts do you want focused mm-hmm. on and everything? So I very specifically put on there my hands and my feet. And I probably would have written something different had I known that they wouldn't touch my hands or feet. But I was very specifically like, my right wrist has been hurting because of this carpal tunnel. Like, could you <laughs> yeah. do something with that? And they well, were like, no. <laughs> and the guy that I had was very informative because he's like, you know, because he's like, if you have your husband rub your feet, make sure he does not 
like really put any pressure on this area. So that was great, I thought, because I had Jay rub my feet all the time mm-hmm. because they were so swollen. Well, is it a does, sorry? Does this like happen at a certain point in your pregnancy where you can't do it, or you go into early labor? No, I don't know because I know people who get pedicures all the way up to the end. Yeah. Oh my god! So why don't they tell you this stuff? I, don't I mean, I guess it's just so you be cautious about it, but. Yeah, I mean, Marshall's been nice and he's been rubbed my hands with lotion the last few nights and that helps a little bit, so. And I don't think there's any scientific data. I think it's all like this could cause, you know, like there's nothing like black and white about it. I mean, it's the same thing with all like uh, homeopathic medicine kind of thing. Like it may help, but it may not. (laughs) Still, but like, I feel like, it's some information that's good to know because if I get prego, Will's gonna be rubbing my feet like every night. Yeah, like, he needs <laughs> to know this. I'll show you. I'll show you. I'm about to say. I think the, those are things that I've just learned. Is like you can't just go into it assuming that the the, which I guess you should be able to assume <laughs> that the massage therapy place or the spa will know if their person is certified for prenatal or if that person is capable of doing it properly. But um, now I know to ask like. Will they touch my feet? Will they touch my hands? I'm this yeah. many weeks along. I probably would have started trying to look for maybe a prenatal massage earlier on. But, you know, my birthday was only a few weeks ago. So I'd gotten some money for that very specific thing. And so yeah. now I'm like, okay, well, I would have loved to know that beforehand. So yeah. that I could have mm-hmm. maybe gone somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Well, but it was still a nice experience. I don't want my, my sister to think I didn't have a good time. Like it was very, I was very relaxed afterwards. It was really nice. But it just wasn't what I expected. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. now I know to ask those questions. Yeah, for but. sure. All right. So drink about it. What are you drinking about, Lindsay? Uh, I have a goat situation. A goat situation? Yeah. Not only am I having to pick up my dog shit in my yard, but also a bunch of goats. You have goats in your yard I'm now? Sorry. I thought this was going to be like a, the greatest of all time <laughs> type of thing. <laughs> so I live in Nashville. And I live on like a little subdivision, but it's only one street. And then like right behind the other side of my neighbor's road um, is like a farm, like a goat farm. And they have somehow figured out how to get out every day for two weeks. Oh, I did not know there was a goat farm. I did not know that either. Yeah. And they have a little sheep too. And so I think they're adorable and they get out and they're like eating the grass. I don't want them to get run over. But Jay's like, I caught animal control today. And I just was like party pooper. But then Stacy did take a Snapchat of her picking up goat poop. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that is a little annoying with the goat poop. Also, goats will eat everything. I'm going to show y'all. So you got to be careful. They won't like eat your nice decorative pillows off your front porch. Is the farm going to give you uh, goat cheese and goat milk? Ooh, I hope so. I mean, if they're going to trade that off, then I'd pick up goat poop too. I I really hope so. But that is kind of amazing. I I honestly had no idea that there were goats anywhere in your proximity. Oh you live in a God, nice neighborhood. Like right there. Like I show. Yeah. What? Uh, are they cute? Yeah. They're really cute. Are they babies? They can't be like behind your house. Are they like across the, the no. street? Across the street. These goats are like right up in there. Oh, my. So have your other neighbors also been like, well, yeah, hey, what's going on with all the goats? Usually they're on the other side, right? They're behind their houses and in the front. But they, I guess they have ventured over. <laughs> wow. They, they had an adventure. 
They did, and I saw a little sheep sheep, and I mean, they're just so cute. Are they one of those places that does goat yoga? Because if no, so, you I need wish. to get us signed up for that. Oh my God. You should ask for goat cheese, goat milk. And goat, goat yoga. Goat <laughs> yoga, goat soap. Just ask for the goods, and then you'll be like, we won't call animal control yeah. anymore. Yeah. Again, after I have this baby, I do want to try goat yoga. Okay, done. <laughs> done. Well, now there's llama yoga. Okay, I want to do llama yoga. Let's change all Llamas of this. I want to do llama are yoga. bigger and would hurt if they jump on your back. True, but I just want to pet a llama. <laughs> Although, don't they spit? So maybe not. Maybe goat yoga is the way to go. I thought yeah. camels spit. Llama I thought llamas do it too. Camels spit, according to Aladdin. I thought llamas did it too. Llamas nah. just smile at you and look fuzzy. Oh. They're cute. Okay. Well... There you go, guys. We're learning something new every day on this podcast. You're welcome. You're welcome. welcome. So, with that, thank you for joining us for episode 49. That means episode 50 is coming up soon. Hooray, friends. Drink. Hooray. Drink, drink, drink. Thank you for listening in. Be sure to like, subscribe, share this podcast with your friends. We're available on all the platforms, but share us with uh, with your friends. Invite them to our Champagners group on Facebook. Be sure to follow us all online. You can follow all of our pages at The Champagne Way. Go check out our website where we share some recipes sometimes and all of our episodes. And to follow us each on Instagram to catch up on if we are playing with pumpkins or setting up the greatest Friendsgiving events of the entire world or to see us talk more about torture porn. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, super random. Um, You can follow Jess online at Hockey Tonk Bell. That's B-E-L-L-E. And Lindsay at the Prosecco Prosecutor. And myself at Tree Tree Trina, all on Instagram. And go follow our main Instagram page at The Champagne Way. Thanks for listening, guys. Goodbye.